Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Can you believe that less than 8% of people will stick with their New Year's resolutions, aka their goals for each year? Well, friend, in today's episode, I'm cracking the code on how to set effective goals and actually achieve them. We're kicking off the year with a bang. This episode is filled to the brim with tangible tips that you can implement in your life and your business as a mom, as a spouse, as an entrepreneur so that you can actually check off your goals with confidence this year. Now, forewarning, this episode I actually recorded over a year ago, but it is still 100% relevant and one of your most loved episodes from last year. So we're given a new life and we're re-airing it, but trust me when I say it is full of goodness. So If you're ready to tackle the new year with confidence and ease, this episode is for you, my friend. Welcome to the Millennial Mom Movement, a podcast that's all about redefining what it means to be a working mom. I'm your host and business BFF, Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, we dig deep and reverse engineer how to make money on your own terms. Get ready for inspiring insights, fun chats, and tangible tips to rewrite your success story. Let's dive on in. Happy New Year. I am so excited to kick off the new year with you all. I'm sure you're hearing a ton of talk about New Year's resolutions and goal setting and everyone hoping that this is going to be their year. And while I love the possibility that a new year brings, I also believe that any new year is truly whatever you want to make of it. As an Enneagram 3 myself, I naturally love goal setting and sitting down and thinking about achieving things. I also love all the cute new office supplies that come out at the beginning of the year and a fresh new planner and sitting down with my pretty pens and writing out all that I want to accomplish within the new year ahead. 
But I also know that goals without actions are really just wishes, which is exactly why I wanted to record an episode all around setting effective goals and what my top tips are for you of how you can actually accomplish your goals this year. So I'm going to break it down into a couple of different easy steps. And this episode is really going to be jam-packed with tangible tips that you can take and also implement literally today. And I'm so excited to share them with you guys. Some of these are tips that I have implemented over the years and just strategies that I've refined and I found effective. And then some of them are things that I've learned from other individuals within the space, whether that be in a book that I read or a podcast that I listened to or something like that. And I kind of tweaked them a little bit and made them my own, but I'll definitely give those people credit where credit is due throughout this episode. So the first thing that I recommend doing is I want you to sit down and you don't, this doesn't have to be a really long drawn out process. It can literally be 10, 15 minutes, but grab a piece of paper or your shiny new planner that you may have just gotten, or you can open up a Google doc. And I just want you to brain dump all the things that you want to do and that you want to accomplish within this next year. It could literally be anything from wanting to save more money or take a family vacation, which is totally on my list, or finally kickstarting your online career or a business, or maybe it's becoming a virtual assistant. Whatever is important to you, I want you to write it down. You don't have to be super structured about it. Literally, I just want you to get all of this information out of your head and onto a piece of paper. Seriously, this is one of the best things that you can do for your brain because just getting it out of your noggin allows you to formulate the space in your brain in order to create an effective plan so that one, you actually know where you're going and now you can create a roadmap of how we're going to get there. You've probably heard of SMART goals, which means they are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. Essentially what these types of goals are is they're things that you can measure and track. And I don't entirely subscribe to this concept of goal setting as not everything can be clearly measured and tracked, but I do think it's important to kind of keep that in the back of your head when you're creating goals, because having goals that are realistic and actionable and time-bound are very much important if you're ever going to accomplish them. And some goals might take you a month. Some goals might take you six months. Some goals might take you a year plus, and that's okay. But before we dive into that, let's rewind a little bit and back to our brain dump. Now, the reason I want you to write out all of your goals is because I want you to keep them in a spot where you can see them daily. This can be in your bathroom. It could be in your fridge. It could be in your office, in your car. You could even put them in your phone and screenshot it and then keep that as the background screen of your phone. It really doesn't matter where they are as long as you can see them daily. That is what's important. 
I remember listening to an episode of Amy Porterfield's podcast, and she had mentioned something that resonated so deeply with me that I wanted to share it with you guys here. She said that thoughts create feelings and feelings create actions and actions create results. So the reason that I want you to write down and then put in a visual place where you can see it daily, all of your goals is because we want your goals to take the forefront of your mind so that you are inspired to take action and therefore get the results that you actually want to see. Because seeing those goals every day will create feelings around those goals and those feelings will create actions, which will then create the results that you want to see. It's truly amazing what can happen when we get out of our own way and just take action. Now, while you're writing down your goals, I also want you to take a minute and think about your why. And your why is more than I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to fit into my jeans. Your why is something that is deeply rooted. It's the reason behind the reason that you're trying to accomplish your goal. Whatever the reason is for wanting to start that business or wanting to work from home or wanting to save that money or wanting to get healthy, I want you to really think about the true reason that you want that to happen. Maybe you want to live a healthier life for your kids. Maybe you want to build a business that gives you the life that you want and deserve. Whatever the reason is, this is what is going to keep you going on those days when you feel like quitting, when you don't feel like doing what you said you're going to do, when you feel like giving into temptation, when you feel like choosing Netflix over doing whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing or scrolling on Instagram or insert a million other things. Your why which is so deeply rooted in who you are, is what you can always come back to. And that right there is what's going to motivate you and continue to produce those feelings, which produce thoughts, which produce actions, which produce results. Now that we know exactly what your goals are, whether you have two or 20 goals for this year, and you have them written down on a piece of paper, And you have them posted in a spot that you can see daily so that this will continue to be at the forefront of your mind every single day throughout this next year. The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to go grab your calendar. So maybe you're old school like me and you love a good old paper calendar. Maybe you put everything in your Google calendar or your iPhone calendar. Whatever you use in order to stay organized, I want you to hit pause and go grab it and come back to this episode. Now, I want you to take a look at the year as a whole and think about when you are wanting to accomplish each of your goals. Like I said previously, some of these goals might take place over a month. Some of them might be a couple weeks. Some of them might be six months or even a year. Whatever timeline you feel like is best, I want you to write it down in your calendar. It's not going to be good enough to say, 
I want to have $10,000 in my savings account by the end of the year and then just hope that when 2023 rolls around, magically $10,000 is going to appear in your savings account. Because let me just tell you, that is not a great way (laughs) to actually accomplish your goals. We can write down goals all day long and say, I want to do this and I want to do X, Y, and Z and I want to accomplish this and I want to work out every day and all these different things. But if we don't actually take actions to make them happen, they're probably not going to happen. And that's a lot of times why you see these statistics where less than 8% of the people who make New Year's resolutions actually stick to them come March 1st, which is crazy because it's like you spend all this time thinking about all these things you want to do, and then we don't ever do them. And we have to sit back and wonder, well, why is that? And I don't want us to be part of that 8%, or actually, I guess it would be the 92% of people who don't follow their New Year's resolutions. I want us to be part of the 8% that actually follow through. When we get to the end of the year, that is going to be the best feeling, being able to look back at all the things that you've accomplished and look at your individual growth as a human, but also as a person. It's going to be awesome. And I'm so excited for you guys. Okay, so back to the calendar. We really want to think about how we're going to make whatever your goal is a reality. We need to work backwards in order to make this happen. So let's think about what the very first step would be in order for you to achieve your goal. And I'm going to use this let's say the goal is we want to have $10,000 in your savings account by the end of the year. And I'm going to use this just because it's an easy one. So maybe the first step in accomplishing this goal is that you need to schedule a time to chat with your spouse so that you guys can both get on the same page of your financial goals. Okay, perfect. That is a very easy thing that we can put on the calendar. So you go to your spouse and you say, hey, spouse, I want to sit down and talk about finances. When's a good time for you? Cool. And you put it on the calendar and you guys both agree to set aside an hour to dig through your finances so that you can have that conversation. Maybe the next step after that is that you need to dig through your bank statements and come up with a budget. You need to highlight where you can save money. And maybe you need to brainstorm ways that you can make extra money so that you can reach your goal even faster. So let's say this is going to take two hours to go through all your bank statements, create a budget, and brainstorm ways to make extra money. Again, I want you to look at your calendar and see when you have two hours and you and your spouse, because you're doing this together, need to commit to sitting down at that specific day and time and actually doing that. My husband and I, this sounds so silly, but we do this all the time in our life and our business. And I think it's one of the things that makes our marriage really strong and healthy and unique is that we have a really high level of communication around things that we want to accomplish, but also expectations that we have. So if I'm wanting to focus an hour of time, let's say recording a podcast, and I know it needs to be quiet, then I'll communicate that to my husband saying, hey, listen, Saturday afternoon when Beckham's down for his nap, I'm going to take an hour to myself and I'm going to go record a podcast while it's quiet. And he knows that that's what I'm doing. And that way he knows too, okay, that's probably not a good time for me to go outside and cut the grass because she's trying to record a podcast episode or, you know, hang some stuff in the hallway or something like that. 
And that's a really great way for us to support each other. And I can't recommend that enough for you as well. As you sit down and go to schedule these time frames out in order to achieve your goals, make sure you're communicating that with your spouse or significant other so that one, they know what's going on, but two, they can help support you. And not to mention, it always helps to like say things out loud because you have that second person that's now invested and they're also holding you accountable. So if you're saying that, hey, this is the thing I want to do and this is what I'm working on, they're going to check in on you because they care. And it's going to be nice to have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and talk about it and also to keep you motivated on those days when you don't feel like doing anything and they're asking you, how's X, Y, and Z going? Then you're going to want to keep going because you're going to want to be able to tell them, oh, well, I did this today with this or I did X, Y, and Z today. The point is by taking the time to not only communicate, but also to write it down on the calendar ensures that it's actually going to happen. If we just hope that we make time for things, I feel like time is just so elusive. It's like this thing that we have an abundance of because all the time in the world, but then at the same time, as a mom and a business owner and a wife and all the other things, it feels like we have no time. But I think that's partially our fault because we're not making the time for the things that are important. So by writing down what's actually important to us and what we want to accomplish and then putting it on the calendar, we're saying not only to ourselves and our, but also our spouse, this is what's important to me. This is what I want my life to look like. This is where I'm going to focus my time because this is the result I want to see. And if we take the time to actually put it on the calendar, not only will it hold ourselves accountable because we said Tuesday at two o'clock, we're going to sit down and do this. And it's Tuesday at two o'clock. So we better sit down and do this. We're also allowing ourselves the space to do that without guilt, which is super important as a mom, because it can be so easy sometimes when we have a free minute, instead of taking time to do the things that we actually want to be focusing on, we do the dishes or we pick up the toys off the floor or we do laundry or we return that phone call or whatever it is. But those aren't getting us any closer to the life that you actually want, which is kind of silly if you think about it, because then what's the point of all these other things if we're not working towards the life that we want? Okay, the next thing that is going to be huge in helping you accomplish, especially your big goals, so when you're writing down your goals, I almost recommend breaking them up into smaller goals, ongoing goals, like things that you just want to commit to doing this month after month after month. Maybe you want to commit to every month reading a book or working out three times a week or whatever. That is something that you're going to do all the time. Whereas like a big goal could be launching a business or saving $10,000 in your savings account or whatever it is. Those are bigger goals that are going to have basically sub goals underneath them in order for that big goal to happen. And that's where this third step is huge because you're going to want to break up these really big audacious goals that I know you have and I know I have into smaller goals so that they're actually obtainable. 
This is also probably going to be necessary in order for you to actually schedule when you're going to do these sub goals on the calendar. And a lot of these things will probably be tasks that you'll have to accomplish in order for the big goal to happen. But it's also going to be super important so that you don't get overwhelmed with all that you have to do and then end up quitting right before you're starting to see results. So for instance, when I was launching this podcast, instead of being overwhelmed by literally a million things that I needed to do in order to get this podcast up and running, I sat down and I made a giant brain dump list of everything that I would need to do in order to accomplish my goal of launching a podcast. So that looked like choosing a name and making the cover art and recording the first episode and figuring out how to record the first episode and all these little things that needed to be done in order for the podcast to actually be up and running. Making that list allowed me not only the brain space to feel less stressed because I knew everything that I needed to get done was on this to-do list, It also allowed me to be able to take that to-do list and then put it into my calendar. And I was able to work backwards on a timeline based on how much I had to do in order to launch. And this is going to be especially important for those really big goals that might take an entire year for you to be able to work backwards and think, okay, If I want to save $10,000 over the next year, that means I need to save roughly $900 a month in order to actually get there. Again, roughly, we're just going to round up, okay? Now, if I am going to save $900 a month, I could even go as far as to break that down into weeks if I wanted to. I can also take a look at when I get paid and when I might receive bonuses or if I am thinking of different ways in order to make additional income, when I might expect that and how much additional income do I think I can generate. All of these different things that are subtasks within the major goal will then allow you to put it on the calendar so that you can actually make it happen. And the thing is, the best things always take time, right? I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, people. That is exactly why that saying is so alive and well, is because sometimes it literally takes a million small tasks in order for you to accomplish that big goal. But having a running checklist will not only make you feel less overwhelmed, but it's also going to help you stay on track. So that anytime you have a second to spare, you can go back to that running list and say, oh, maybe I can check something off early. I hadn't scheduled this until next Tuesday at two, but I have an hour to spare and I'm going to go ahead and mark that off. So it's one less thing for me to have to think about next week. And now I'm one step closer to my goal and possibly even meeting that goal ahead of time, which is even better. It also allows you the flexibility to, if for some reason, you pencil something in on the calendar and you can't get to it, that's okay. Guess what? It's your goal. It's your life. There's been plenty of times where I put things on the calendar and I have to move things around because life happens. That's okay. That's all part of the process. But just having it there as a framework is what's really important. Okay, so just to recap so far, we've already done our brain dump. We've figured out your deeply rooted why. 
We've broken your big goal up into smaller goals and we've scheduled it out on the calendar for the year. The final step in setting effective goals that you can actually accomplish is I want you to go ahead and commit to doing monthly check-ins. And this might sound easy at first, but speaking from experience as a mom and a business owner, a month can literally fly by. And before you know it, a quarter's gone by. And then the next thing I know, it's halfway through the year and it's summer. And then the dang tree's going up again and it's Christmas time. And it happens so fast. And it's easy if we don't commit to it and again, put it on the calendar to just sort of let it slide by and it become an afterthought. The purpose of doing a monthly check-in is to really look at a couple different things. I want you to look at Where are you to your goals? Are your goals that you made at the beginning of the year, are they still in line with what's important to you now? Maybe come June, July, your goals may have shifted. Maybe you've already checked some goals off the list and you're ready to add new ones back to it. Whatever that looks like, this will allow you that space to be able to really think about what do you want the next half of the year to look like? And it allows you that space to do that. The same way we brain dump at the beginning of the year, it's almost like that same feeling of creativity and possibility, but you get a clean slate each month. Who doesn't want a clean slate every four to five weeks? I know I do. I love that. I love flipping over that new page in my calendar or my planner and looking at that blank month and knowing it's full of possibility. It's literally the best feeling. And that inspiration is what we want to recreate each month so that you continue to stay motivated throughout the entire year. I really want you to feel proud of the progress that you're making, even if you're not as far along to your goals as you thought you wanted to be at that time frame. It does not matter because the point is not just checking things off a to-do list. The point is to be able to design a life that you love and for you to actually feel a sense of pride and accomplishment and tackling all those big dreams and goals that you've been wanting to tackle. And I know you can do this. It's just a matter of time and also finding the time to actually do it. So commit to setting aside up to an hour. This doesn't have to be a long process. It can be 15 or 20 minutes, sometimes it takes a little bit longer depending on how much data you have to dig through and if you're writing things down and how you're wanting to track your goals. But it also will give you that headspace so that you can ask yourself, am I stuck? Why do I feel stuck? Do I need to course correct? Do I need to readjust? Do I need to tweak a plan that I have in place? Am I having a hard time feeling motivated? If I am, why am I feeling that way? And really just sit in your feelings and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling so that you can then formulate a plan and move past that. Now, I want you to remember this is your life. So feel free to make adjustments as needed and go with your gut because you know what's going to feel most comfortable and natural for you. 
And that is what these monthly check-ins will allow you to do is they'll allow you to course correct and to adjust and to add new goals if you want to or check off ones that you might have accomplished. Remember, the reason that we have goals at all is because we are in control of our own future. We get to design the life that we want and we get there by taking small baby steps in the right direction every single day. Think of your goals like working out. You would never work out for three hours and expect to have lost 20 pounds, right? That's crazy. But you also know that if you spend just 20 to 30 minutes a day, maybe three to four times a week, in three or four months, you're going to see significant results in your overall health and wellness. You may not see results day to day. Looking back, you're going to see a big difference and a big change. Your goals are just like this. It's all about taking small actions daily, which when compiled, equate to really big results. And I know it's so hard to see in the moment, but I promise as long as you continue to move forward, you will eventually see the results that you want. It's not a matter of if you'll see the results. It's a matter of when you'll see the results. Okay, let's do a quick recap on setting effective goals. The first step is we want to sit down and we want to brain dump. You can put these into categories. You can set them up based on short goals, ongoing goals, and long-term goals. And then we want to think about our deeply rooted why. What can we ground ourselves in that is going to keep us moving forward on those hard days? And we're going to take that list of what we want to accomplish in our deeply rooted why, and we're going to put it somewhere where we can see it every single day. Because we want to create those thoughts that create feelings, that create actions, that create results. Then we're going to look at our goals from a very realistic standpoint. If they're bigger goals, we're going to break them up into smaller, bite-sized goals, and we're going to put everything on our calendar. We're going to commit to designated days and times while also still staying flexible to life because life happens, but at least giving us a framework and a timeline as to when we could possibly accomplish that goal. And the final step is we are going to commit to doing monthly check-ins and course correct as needed based on life circumstances. One of my favorite quotes is, imagine where you can be a year from now if only you started today. I want you to really think about this deeply. If there is something that's been tugging at your heart or floating around in your head, now is the time to go ahead and get started. If you've been waiting for permission, I'm giving it to you, my friend. It's time to be bold and get after those big goals of yours. I know you can do it. And I'm here to cheer you along and I can't wait to see what we accomplish in this brand new year together. 
You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.